Welcome to Views from Third Man, everyone. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we talk about the events in world cricket, and this is a fan's point of view. So I'm Vidur Khosla, and joining me today we have my friend and fellow cricket fanatic Aditya Virahuja, and we're going to be talking about the entire IPL. Aditya, welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you, you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Hi, everyone, and I I hope you're all doing well. and today we're going to talk about <clears throat> the IPL and after since it's over and we're going to talk about each team's performance yeah and so to to everyone listening please don't take anything we say seriously this is just a podcast from two fans point of view and nothing we say is inherently important to what happens in world cricket but we're talking about IPL 2020 and the first thing is aditya IPL 2020 actually happened yeah the the fact that it happened is really good because you know <laughs> better late than never honestly because i really thought we'd go an entire year basically without any cricket so it's really good it was really refreshing mm. that we got the IPL again and i'm happy that they're going to do it again in april this time so we don't have to wait that long hmm. i mean the ipl happened but the result wasn't very surprising yeah the result was very surprising <laughs> to say the least i mean mumbai indians mumbai indians won and uh, they broke no, the no offense to any mumbai fans yeah they broke the yeah. ordeal curse ordeal streak and so i mean hmm. uh to all mumbai fans out there and to anyone listening we don't have anything against mumbai indians but in a tournament that's only been around for 13 years one team winning five times isn't exactly good for the tournament so i think cricket fans in general were rooting for the three teams that hadn't won which is punjab delhi and bangalore so i think a lot of people were rooting for delhi in the final and were incredibly disappointed when they didn't win yep so true. mumbai wow Mumbai was really I mean, good though. Mumbai was very consistent. I think the one key factor that really got them over was Pollard in the first few matches and Trent Bolt who was consistent throughout the IPL although I felt Bumrah was a little bit shaky during the first I'd say 6-7 um during Mumbai's first 6-7 matches I think he pulled it back towards the end and of course did Bumrah stuff which is basically bowl yorkers over yorkers and destroy everyone. Hmm. Bumrah only bowled twenty yorkers, so there was a drought of yorkers from the best bowlers in the world in the IPL this time. I mean, I don't blame them. After like basically a year break from cricket, I don't expect any of them to just come back and start dominating again. It takes a little bit <clears throat> getting sure, used sure. to, uh, you know, playing again and especially without fans. So. Hmm. Yeah, but they won with Rohit Sharma not there for five games, which is incredible. Yeah, and is. also. Surya Kumar Yadav Aditya what more does he have to do to get picked for India He really hasn't been consistent with his performances you know like like this IPL he did really well but to get selected for the um India team you have to perform well consistently like that's the issue with Sanju Samson like he's he's going he performs well every alternate or two or three IPLs but he barely gets selected for the India team because the one thing you need is consistency and I think that's what he lacks 
something even career ending so i think it's wise to not play him there and for his performance in the ipl i mean he was injured for most of it he was very unfit coming into it as well lackluster performance for him except for a few matches such as the final when it mattered the most he showed up but otherwise i think it was a very lackluster performance for him this year okay then next team that played against the mumbai indians in the final a team that both of us were backing in the final yeah. and they unfortunately for us lost delhi capitals <laughs> they were really they good were really i good. mean i thought delhi were like a race car in this where out of the first 9 games they won 7 and they were cruising along then all of a sudden they just decided to take a break and they took their foot off the gas and all of a sudden everybody caught up and then they put their foot back on the pedal right in time to make the final but it wasn't enough clearly yeah so <laughs> delhi were i think I mean two players Prithvi Shaw and Rishabh Pant let's talk about them really quickly Prithvi Shaw and Rishabh Pant I mean Prithvi Shaw a player with so much potential he captained the India team for the under 19 world cup and he's such a good clean hitting batsman I don't know what happened to him this IPL he I don't know if it was a confidence or just no fans or the nerves but he just didn't play well and Rishabh Pant I mean not exactly a very orthodox batsman goes for the big shots he's a dhoni kind of batsman but even he just completely fell flat this IPL hmm. and I think if Prithvi Shaw and Rishabh Pant just played a little bit better and punched above their weight just a little bit more Delhi could have easily won the IPL hmm. I mean Pant also showed up when it mattered the most and the finally got a 50 but Rishabh Pant's fitness was something of a huge concern in this IPL. I mean, he showed up probably not to body shame him, but five to six kilos heavier than mm. before the IPL or before this entire situation started. And I think even Prithvi Shaw, to some extent, his fitness really suffered. And yeah, because as I've noticed with these two players, they were brilliant in 2018, and ever since then they've been good. But as their fitness has come down, their performance has come down as well. So. Do you think that's one of the factors? Yeah, it is because I mean Prithvi Shaw was banned for like a year or two after that. So I mean 
it'll be unfair to say that it's not his fault but i can kind of understand where he's coming from you know he's been banned his morale must be a bit low <clears throat> not playing cricket for so long mm-hmm. but rishabh pant i mean you had all the time in the world to prepare you are one of the and he's been given enough chances as well but you just didn't you know you just didn't um play what he was you know you, didn't, you just didn't reach the expectations you know like everyone expected rishabh pant to mm-hmm. come on the field hit a 30 30 runs 40 runs in 20 balls every single match but that just didn't happen one player who did punch above his weight though this year two actually for delhi shreya sayar shikhar dhawan oh. how good were they i mean both had 500 plus ipls dhawan got back to back hundreds that's rare in t20 cricket i think shikhar dhawan is i i think once he gets in form there's literally just no stopping him he's class and the way he got out as yeah, well he's class. in the first match when he made a 100 trying to hit a scoop he could have I mean, he could have easily made more, but Shikhar Dhawan and Shreya Sayer were literally carrying Delhi the entire IPL, and Marcus Stoinis at times mm. as well. I mean, we'll talk about the bowlers and all later, but mm. from a batting perspective, Shikhar Dhawan and Shreya Sayer carried the entire Delhi squad on their back. The moment mm. they didn't perform, Delhi lost. And hmm. Shreya Sayer's captaincy was also quite good. I mean, I know Ponting is helping him. I mean, shout out to Ponting. Shout he was Ponting. incredible as coach. Yeah, if he was and it was probably coach, a rare feeling for him. Yeah, if if I hmm. believe if Ponting wasn't coach, Delhi Capitals would have become Delhi Daredevils again, finishing at the bottom three every single year. Hmm. So I think he had a very big yeah. role to play in their success. Hmm. I mean, I was watching the final, and every time Delhi would go on a downward spiral over behind the eight ball, the cameraman always just put the camera at Ricky Ponting, and his expression was, "This doesn't normally happen to me. I don't lose finals. <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, Ricky Ponting was really good as coach. I mean, we've talked about Delhi for what five minutes, and we haven't talked about the Bada yet. Oh. Let's talk about the Bada before everybody gets offended. <laughs> He was, in- he was incredible. Incredible. His bowling was immaculate, and even some of the catches he took were spectacular. Hmm. And another <clears throat> bowler hmm. I want to talk about, Nortie. Where did he come from? <laughs> Where did he come from? <laughs> What a performance by him! I well. mean, he comes out of. He's played for South Africa before, but he comes out of virtually nowhere and gets twenty plus wickets in the IPL. Him and Rabada together took fifty wickets. Yeah, that's in the IPL. Insane from someone fifty like, between them. He was basically practically unknown at this point. I, my eyes have been on Del- Delhi for a while now, and this guy just comes out of nowhere and just takes twenty plus wickets in his first IPL. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. Also, Marcus Stoinis. One of the most, yeah, Stoinis was three hundred and fifty runs, twelve wickets. That's an That's incredible IPL. Incredible. I was surprised he didn't get Player of the Tournament. Yeah, I mean, he really, really deserved better because he, because especially when he opened against Sunrisers Hyderabad in the, was it basically the semi-final um, of the tournament? Qualifier yeah. two. When he yes, opened, he made some, he made forty plus runs with Shikhar Dhawan, and it was. An amazing partnership, but, and I think if Delhi experimented with that a little bit earlier, they would have been more confident going into some of their matches. Like it, hmm. I think it it really lowered their morale. Losing what, what was it like five out of hmm. six matches before heading into the playoffs? 
Yes, in a row. Yes. I mean, we've spoken about the finalists. One team that wasn't a finalist this year, CSK. (laughs) Chennai Super Kings did not make the IPL final. I mean, imagine what... I know it's bad that they haven't done well this year, but that's in a sense, it's also a compliment. Like CSK have done badly. How badly they didn't make the final. That's more shocking than the fact that they came seventh on the points yeah, table. I mean, and I just think that goes to show what a dominant team they've been. Yeah, I mean, CSK. CSK fans are probably crying a lot now because the difference between their wins and Mumbai is now two. So I feel bad for all you CSK fans mm. out there. But <laughs> I think... I think Dhoni, I mean, Dhoni, I don't mean to offend any fans, but I think his time's up. Like, his captaincy is brilliant, but you need to provide, and his wicket-keeping is brilliant, but you need to provide more to the team. Like, in um, in that one match where, I forgot who it was against, my bad, where they needed some 20 runs of the last over, and it was Paran and Dhoni batting. When oh, Dhoni clearly knew he was out of form, he wasn't set and there was Sam Karan at the other end who was a confident young guy who'd been who's a very big hitter he kept taking doubles it was against Rajasthan they were yeah I've opened it it was against Rajasthan they were hitting sixes Sam Karan was hitting sixes for fun and I don't know what happened to Dhoni's decision making there because he just kept taking doubles when they desperately needed boundaries he just didn't give the strike to Karan which really surprised me considering how smart and intelligent Dhoni is when it comes to cricket. Hmm. I think Dhoni started playing for net run rates slightly too early than was required yeah. this year. And there was no standout. In I mean, Zutraj Gaikwad had his moments. Jadeja had his moments. Kadan was magnificent. But apart from that, really, I think CSK, because they played both Watson and Faf and insisted on playing Bravo as well, that limited their overseas options because if they had brought in Hazelwood, maybe bring in Tahir or Santner, who are all very good with the opportunities that they got, maybe they could have put a stronger case. But in the next few years, what players do you see them letting go of? Because that's an unspoken truth that CSK are going to have to get rid of some players and next year is supposed to be the big auction. I mean, Nigiri didn't work out for them. So, I mean, I don't hmm. think they're going to drop them, but drop him, but they should consider it. Because Hazelwood is a much better option. If, if he just got a start earlier, he could have, um, you know, been the difference maker for them. And Bravo, I guess they have to drop him. Because, sure, he's a really good death bowler, but can't. He, can't, he doesn't provide much else. He's really old now. He's not... He's hmm. not and also... Also, Kedar Jadav, somebody ah, yes. who I really like because of the story behind him, but Jadav as well. Jadav as well, for sure. <laughs> There's no way they don't hmm. drop Jadav. How, how badly do you think they missed Suresh Raina this year? I mean, he Suresh Raina has been a very, very important player for Chennai over the past few years. And I really don't think they found a replacement for him. In this IPL, so I think hmm. the void was certainly felt. He he is the second highest run scorer in IPL history. His lowest IPL season has been 380 runs or something like that. You don't just fill that hmm. void overnight. So 
I thought a combination of Raidu and Jadhav would have to fill that void, and it looked like Raidu was going to. Then he got injured, and Jadhav just didn't step mm. up. So CSK have a lot of problems going into the future. But knowing Dhoni and Fleming, you know everyone will write off CSK before the next IPL, and they'll probably just win it or something yeah. because they're like that. Yeah, they probably will. So I'm backing CSK to make the finals next year again. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's 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 fair. That's what? Fair. And uh, also, one of the teams you, that shocked me. Who do you think they're going to replace Shane Watson with now that he's retired? I think. Well, I think they'll play Faf as their overseas players. I think they'll stick with Faf because Faf is fantastic mm. in the field, and also because Watson's gone, being the being the ex captain of South Africa now, he has a lot of experience and captaincy mm. to that side, which could definitely help Dhoni. Um, I think Karan will be one. I really think they should stick with Hazelwood. They don't have any other overseas batsman, but you've got one key batsman, an all rounder, and a fast bowler. So if they can find maybe another overseas batsman or somebody in the middle, like if if they go and maybe get like a Manas Labushain or even a Joe Root kind mm. of player in the auction, it could really benefit them next year. Mm. So I think that's who they'll go for. That kind of player, mm. somebody that Dhoni can make amazing. Mm. Yeah. But speaking of big name overseas players, Rajasthan Royals have come last. Rajasthan Stokes, Royals. Butler, Archer, Smith, and they've come last. I mean, <laughs> what happened to them? <laughs> I mean, Butler and Stokes weren't there for a few matches because of their international stuff. Hmm. Smith, Steve Smith, fell flat. Okay, hmm. I mean, Josh Butler and Ben Stokes, although they came late, they played well. Okay, hmm. Jofra Archer, he was fine. Okay, nothing, no, nothing too special. Was amazing. He was, he was fine. no, he was amazing in the power yeah. play. He was winning the power play, but like overall, like he bowled fast. Overall, he like compared yeah. to his performance. He had no support years, around him. Yeah, with the Indian bowlers. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for them was just um Steve Smith, because they he because Steve Smith is a very deadly batsman, and since his ban was lifted, he's just not been in form. So I think that was Rajasthan's I mean, biggest. I mean, in T20 and One Day cricket. Yeah, and I mean, you, I mean, when you have Joss Butler, Ben Stokes, and Steve Smith on one team, and then you are saved by Rahul Tewatia, you know you have a problem in your team. <laughs> yeah, but Rahul Tewatia, I mean, he was in Rahul Tewatia was like IPL twenty twenty, especially on giving against Punjab, where for ninety percent of the time you think there is no way this is going to happen, there is no way IPL is going to happen, there is no way Rajasthan can win, and then Rahul Tewatia just hits Sheldon Cottrell for five sixes, and Saurav Ganguly yeah. decides to move the IPL to the UAE. And all of a sudden, I mean, Rahul Tewatia symbolized IPL twenty twenty better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean Rahul Tewatia played. I mean, although he wasn't very consistent, I think he he played like after he took off after the Punjab game, he played pretty well for Rajasthan. But I think they fell short hmm. with one Steve Smith, and uh, the, their middle order was fine. But two, their Indian pace bowlers. Hmm. Hmm. And also, I've got these numbers open in front of me. Smith, Samson, Stokes, and Butler have all got over two hundred and fifty or three hundred runs in the IPL. I mean, Butler not that many because he came in later, and so did Stokes. But Stokes got a hundred. That was arguably, in my opinion, the innings of the IPL. Hmm. But 
every single one of them because first Samson got the runs. He always gets runs in the beginning and then falls off mm-hmm. a cliff. Then Smith got the runs. Then Tevatia bailed them out. Then they lost for the bit. Then Butler won them a few mm-hmm. games, and then Stokes finally at the back end won them a few games. So it's not like they weren't getting the performances. They were just not getting the performances at the same mm-hmm. time. And that was a problem because these players are winning them games and winning man of the match awards. It was one of them and Archer, one of them and Archer. You needed somebody else to stand up, maybe an Indian player like a Rian Parag or a Varun Aaron or somebody mm-hmm. like that. But I think that's where they lack. They don't have that much Indian depth. Yeah, that's true. And hmm. I think I, I, I and think it was kind. Yeah. It was a bit odd for them to play basically three overseas batsmen. Which really didn't. I mean, Stokes can bowl, but he's a batsman, so it really didn't make sense to me why there are yes. three overseas batsmen and just one pace bowler when you know that your bowling department is lacking. Yeah, that's true. Um, in overseas fast bowlers, they could have played Tom Cullen, but then the only replacement is you replace Cullen with Stokes or Butler because you let mm-hmm. Samson keep wickets or something like that. But I just don't think that trade-off is fair because. You can't not play those four, so they need Indian calls. They need Indian backup. Maybe like if Suresh Raina is in the IPL next year and CSK lets him go, it's an option for them to try getting maybe like a Suresh Raina or the new under nineteen players like Yashasvi Jaiswal, make him open the batting, back back him properly or something like that. I don't know. Um, Kolkata Knight Riders, another team that really shocked a lot of people. I mean, at the start of the IPL, I looked at their lineup and said Cummins with the ball, and then you look at that middle order: Morgan, Karthik, Russell, and that team should top the table. Yeah, I mean, with that kind of firepower. But I mean, I think one place they went wrong majorly was their captaincy. When you have a player who will be in your squad for all fourteen matches, who has just, I mean, like won the latest World Cup. And is captaining one of the strongest teams internationally. Why would you pick a Dinesh Karthik to be your captain? Which I just didn't understand. Why no disrespect that. to Dinesh Karthik, he's not bad, but he's done he's done a good job for them in the last two years. But Morgan is a whole other level. He's a yeah. World Cup winning captain. That's like to put it into perspective. That's like having Kane Williamson in your side but making him the water boy. Yeah, which Sunrise has actually <laughs> did a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and also, like, I mean, by saying they didn't make Morgan captain doesn't mean they should just do it halfway through the IPL. Halfway through, they should have done it at the beginning yeah. of the IPL. And if you make him captain after seven games, it's not going to go your way because you've already messed up half the exactly. tournament. Once Karthik was made captain, even if they didn't do well this year, I still think they should have stuck with Dinesh Karthik for the entire yeah, IPL because they've won fifty percent of their games. It's one seven, lost seven, fourteen points, mm. which is not bad, but it's not it's good not for good, the kind yeah. of team that they have. And, yeah, I so mean, Cummins, he played well, but he didn't. He didn't reach expectations, and I think one. Player who really shined through for them was Shubman Gill. He did really well, four hundred and forty runs mm. at a forty plus. And average, I think one, and another thing I'd like to point out, which was a very very ba- bad blunder on KKR side, was the Sunil Arin opening experiment. Hmm. Yes. They used it for too long. I mean, 
the guy, I mean, sure, he he hit two boundaries, three boundaries got out. But in the long run, what is it twenty? What are twenty runs going to do for you as an opener? And they hmm. twenty yeah, runs added two hundred strike rate. And they rate. did, uh, and they carried it through for like nine or ten games. Like, if he's not working for you, he they should have replaced him he, way earlier. Because he did basically I think, nothing. For I think runs. what they should have done is. I think they should have not played Narayan backed Varun Chakravarti mm. got Kuldeep Yadav back in because Kuldeep Yadav I know he's been iffy but with Morgan as captain I still think he's pure class mm. he's an, he's a fantastic bowler he was in the World Cup side for India last year mm. so I think they should have got Kuldeep Yadav in and made Banton open the batting with Shubman Gill mm. because that would have been good for them and also one other thing with KKR one is obviously Russell Narayan are incredibly injury prone, so mm. I think they should let go of Narayan they and just should. tell Russell, look, the next IPLs in five months, let's just keep you fit till then, so you can play all fourteen games. Mm. Because if Russell's fitness is always going to be a question, then in the next IPL, if the entire team revolves around Russell, maybe they'll qualify, but there's no way they're going to win the IPL. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like. It's like they hmm. buy players and use them just so their money, you know, their purchases value. Because a Sunil hmm. value yeah, for money. Was, Pat Cummins played fourteen games, but he shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, Sunil played nine, ten games. He really shouldn't have. So they they really need to work hmm. on their decision making and selecting for the playing eleven. And I think, yeah, they have a lot of potential, especially with hmm. um, players like Shubman Gill in the team. Huh. So basically, the conclusion is KKR messed up badly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they played their most expensive eleven yeah. rather than their best yeah, eleven. That's true. As Simon Doon said in commentary, that's a good way of summing it up. Sunrisers Hyderabad. Sunrisers Hyderabad. I mean, I was impressed. Sure, they reached. I was impressed. The, yeah. yeah, I was. I was. I was impressed as well because in the first. In the first game they played, Johnny Besto absolutely destroyed. He just dominated the entire game. And then after that, it was just all downhill for him from there. And David Warner, for hmm. a man who easily made 400-500 runs in IPL every year, he just fell short this year. He he made 500 runs in the IPL again. Really? Though. It really didn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean... You can't tell, but he's made, he's made 500 runs in the IPL six times in a row. Really? Yeah, it's you. You can't tell when Warner scores runs, but Warner played really well. And I think what was most impressive about Sunrisers for me was if you look at their squad after the auction last year. Mm. Then you honestly, when I looked at it, I thought, okay, they'll play Shakib and Bhuvi, and that'll be their plan A with the same side. Mm. They'll play Williamson, Warner, Shakib, Rashid, and Bhuvi. That's their call. Mm. And then Shakib gets banned, so they bring in Mitch Marsh. So mm. they're already on plan B. Mm. Then Bhuvi gets injured, so they bring in another plan Indian C. fast bowler. That's plan mm. C. Then Marsh gets injured, <laughs> so they bring in Nabi or somebody instead. That's plan D. When that doesn't work out, they bring in Jason Holder. They move Besto, and by the time they reach the playoffs, they're at plan F or Z or yeah. X Y something, and they've still played really well. And even when they hit the playoffs, I mean, I love talking about Sunrisers. They're an incredible team, but um, is. Basically, the um, the amount of captaincy they have inside their side with Warner, Williamson, Rashid Khan, and Jason Holder, 
with all those players in their side uh i mean the captaincy experience is incredible and there was no conflict between warner and williamson mm. so it was good to see sunrisers do well i like yeah, sunrisers yeah i like sunrisers well I mean, they're a pretty balanced team and what i like about them is that they give a lot of opportunity so younger players such like priyam garg hmm and abhishek yeah, sharma all, yeah, these all these guys so i i i think if they just pull up their socks a little bit like they they don't need to do a lot like it's not like they're messing up anywhere or you know they they just played really badly they just need to you know just like focus a little bit more and they can easily win yes okay that is sunrisers hyderabad good team just needs to get some consistency yep. we have two teams left two teams that we love talking about <laughs> and two teams one was one team was shocking yeah. and one team was they promised a lot didn't deliver as much as they promised but was better than last year let's mm. talk about the first one first let's talk about kings 11 punjab kings 11 punjab i mean to basically sum up their entire ipl run was mayank agarwal kl rahul that's it that's it cuz Huh. And then they what was that? Mistake. What they was that Navjot Singh Sidhu quote you told me once? Oh yeah, hmm. oh yeah. There was that Navjot Singh Sidhu quote you told me once. Now yeah. for KL yeah. Rahul, it's completely after. In the Indian, the Indian cricket team is like a bicycle, and Sachin Tendulkar is the stand. If he falls, the entire team falls, and that that was hmm. the situation. That was KL Punjab. Rahul for them yeah. this year. That was. Okay, India in the '90s is equal to Punjab in 2020, where yeah. KL Rahul highest run scorer, orange cap, but once he's gone, who's going to win this game for them now? Yeah, I mean Mayank Agarwal played really. They bad. lost. Hmm. They lost six out of their first seven or something like that, mm. and then all of a sudden they won five in a row, and yeah. they looked incredibly dangerous. And then. I don't know they just I mean in a tournament like the IPL if you have to win 6 out of 7 games or 7 out of 7 games to qualify you can win 5 out of 7 games because of the level of competition mm. right and I just think if Punjab had got Gale in earlier they would have qualified yeah. because you can win 5 out of 5 games maybe even 5 out of 6 games or 6 out of 6 games but you can't win 7 out of 7 games because you're going to mess up once mm. and after they got their combination right they just didn't have that level to lose one game Yeah, and that's what got them knocked out. That's true. They should have bought As, Chris Gale way, way earlier. Because like he hmm. he came in in his first innings in IPL 2020, he made 99. Like like that's really hmm. saying something. <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle Jawal, Chris Gale, Gale. big ups to them. They really shine through for Punjab. But hmm. I mean, they they're bowling. My uncle Jawal, Chris Gale are future stars for India. I mean, yes. Rahul is now a star, but. Mayank Agarwal is definitely a future star yeah. in limited overs. He's already a star in Test match cricket. Ravi Bishnoi was good in the beginning. Ravi Bishnoi, yeah. I mean, I, I, as a leg spinner, spending three months with Anil Kumble is incredible. I, I mean, I had I had my eye on Bishnoi since I watched the Under 19 World Cup, and I was really impressed by his bowling because he played really well for India then. And I think with just a little bit of work, he can be. He can be in. I mean, in Chahal's replacement in the future easily. Hmm. I mean, Chahal's not going anywhere anytime soon. I know. He's definitely a saying, contender. Yeah. So Bishnoi can easily be. Yeah. Like top there with the Rashid Khans hmm. and the Chahals of cricket. Yes. 
Bishnoi was good, KL Rahul was fantastic, but Peace one thing him. about Punjab though, a very interesting stat, Glenn Maxwell played 106 balls and did not hit a single six. To put that into perspective, Jofra Archer played more balls, <laughs> hit more sixes and got more runs at a better strike rate. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else to say about it. That's just embarrassing. For someone like Glenn That's, Maxwell, that is just embarrassing. Yeah. That stat speaks for itself. Maxwell has been embarrassing, not even by his own standards, but by any measurable average standards. Glenn Maxwell was embarrassing for them. I mean, Maxwell was... It was shocking to see. And I can't believe they actually... St- I mean, Virinder Sehwag said, Punjab have just have just spent 10 crores for Glenn Maxwell. That's the most expensive cheerleader in IPL history. <laughs> Virinder Sehwag said that Virinder about Sehwag them. Virinder spitting some heat. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Pudan was really good though for them. I think he got 66 yeah. and 26 balls or something. And he got the fastest 50 of the IPL. That yeah, was good. I mean, he said that was one of his goals in an interview and he did it. So, yeah. well done, Nicholas Pudan. Well done. I mean, he was, well. a, he was a bit inconsistent, but again, just like Bishnoi, mean, he just needs to work on himself just a little bit and he can and he can hit big for Punjab. He can almost be like the next Gale because I think he has that kind of brute power. He has power. that potential and that power, yeah. Hmm. And hmm. pace polling, what happened to Punjab's pace attack? Arshdeep was pretty good, but I think they struggled in their overseas fast bowlers. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, Cottrell, just because he got hit for an insane amount of runs once, doesn't mean you just give up on him. Like, give the guy a chance. Rahul Tewatiya. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good bowler. But, you know, just because you get hit for a large amount of runs once, that, that doesn't mean you just lose faith in him completely. So, That's I think true. they should have just played yeah. Cottrell for... Longer a than bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to see some of those salutes from Kotcher towards the <laughs> yeah. knockout stages, but that just yeah. didn't happen. Would have made very interesting. I've, Jordan was good though. It wasn't like yeah. Jordan was bad. But Punjab had one big moment in the IPL. I mean, apart from all of this, two super overs, one match. Oh, that that was. I mean, I find it shocking how. Like, we barely get to see a super over or two in an IPL, right? And in this, we, we got so many, including a <laughs> double super day. over. Like, yeah, we got a double super. <laughs> okay, do you think, and if anybody from the ICC is actually listening to this, and the probability of that is very rare, do you think the second super over should be called the superior over? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, sure. It makes sense. It does make sense now that now that I think about it. It, it does. Right, the it next does, World Cup final can sense. be a tie in the superior over instead of the super over. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, totally off topic, but just double super over reminds me. It was, it was, it was just so stupid how they counted the World Cup on boundaries after the double super yeah. over. I'm just annoyed about that. Just want to put that out there. I mean, it makes so much more sense even in a World Cup final to say, okay, you know what? Let's play a double super over. Much like it's much like in gully cricket, instead of saying let's count the number of boundaries. Yeah. That's such a boring way to decide a World Cup also. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Punjab. That back was to the idea. Yeah. The last team. The last team. Oh, the team that you told me the most favorites. about. Everyone's favorites. <laughs> 
RCB. Yeah. I mean, they qualified. Before you start with your jokes, they qualified. They yeah. qualified. It's better than the last few years. I'm a fan of them because I love watching AB De Villiers and Virat Kohli, but hmm. they qualified. I mean, I've, I've they crossed that hurdle since since I was an RCB fan for a while as well. In uh, but I I I started supporting Delhi after they. became delhi capitals because i mean think about it it's like basically a new brand right and in the two years of their existence yes. they've come fourth and second so that's that's, that's true. good and uh, i mean uh, they've come third and second ab de villiers is just gold there's not much else to say about that yes and that's true i mean kohli although he took a while to settle down he still played well for them i think hmm. i mean problem again was bowling as usual i thought their bowling wasn't bad though i mean they defended some low scores and almost defended 130 i mean i think two things that stand out are one virat kohli by his superhuman standards got mm. 450 runs in the ipl but by his superhuman standards that's a mm. horrible ipl that's insulting i mean he's know. the guy who's got 970 he's the guy who's got 1000 runs in the ipl almost mm. so i mean he shouldn't be getting those many it he should be getting a lot more okay so virat kohli by his superhuman standards had a subpa ipl and ab de villiers i thought by the end of the tournament i mean yeah. ab de villiers was single handedly pulling off miracles for them but by the end of the tournament i honestly thought because of the lack of batting after ab de villiers he was sort of holding back like in the mumbai game and in the later few games like one against kkr as well yeah. i mean he got 70 of 10 balls or something against mm-hmm. kkr once he does these crazy things but that was a problem but devdas padikal yeah. emerging player of the season 470 runs in his first season just Devdad like Padikal. round of applause he, 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 he was incredible i mean superbly well he he Stanley he bats Lohan like yuvraj singh yeah. but his body language is like gautam gambhir so he's solid and he's also amazing mm-hmm. He's a serious prospect. He was incredible. Washington yeah. Sundar had an economy yeah. rate of under six and over. Washington, I I mean yeah. So it was a really good season for IPL, uh, for RCB. Sorry, because uh, of course you had your but Kohli who plays below, below average, average is but every, still made four hundred yeah. runs. And your AB De Villiers is always consistent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His below average is really good, but you know, still for his standards, again. <laughs> and hmm. you had AB De Villiers, of course, who's consistently amazing. But it's also good to see that entirely on them. Just not dependent hmm. on will not be dependent on these two for a while since Padikal is here and they have a good yeah. um all rounder now in Washington Sundar as well. So yeah, so in the next few years, there, I think the chances of Bangalore's Indian bowling was very good in terms of Siraj, who normally doesn't do well for them because mm. Jinnaswami may he gets hit for a lot of runs. He had an economy rate of about seven yeah. or eight or something like that, and he took a handful of wickets. Once again, overseas fast bowling was a huge mm. problem for them because I think with Siraj, Saini, and Chahel, who just takes twenty wickets a season huge for them problem. every single time, I think 
yeah what they yeah, need now is an overseas fast bowler and somebody below ab de villiers assuming shivam dube washington sundar i or 6 and 7 they need a num- a solid number 5 mm. batsman to bat below ab de villiers maybe not to do well for them necessarily i know it's not say that but just mm. to give ab de villiers the freedom to go out there and get 130 balls every time he plays because he has the ability to do that yeah just 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 hmm. take a because just hmm. take some pressure off of him, hmm. basically so he huh. can just be a little more experimental and a little more aggressive with his play style because he knows that if yeah this i felt he knew yeah. that if he gets so out that was i mean also the pressure was off virat kohli though with padikal i do think though with kohli de villiers and i think they need to stick with adam finch maybe not because of how well he played cuz he had a disappointing ipl but just for the captaincy mm-hmm. experience he brings to the side to help kohli around with the decision making mm-hmm. because one thing i noticed was the moment ab de villiers started keeping wickets because the captain keeper bowler relationship is more important than the captain bowler relationship because the keeper can see from the point of view of the batsman and runs the mm-hmm. play so the moment ab de villiers mm-hmm. started keeping wickets their decision making became a lot better because often the keeper runs a lot of the play along with the captain and kohli ab no, have that really good relationship so if they stick with finch that just adds more experience captaincy wise to mm-hmm. the side because we've seen the top 4 teams mumbai yeah. indians rohit sharma yeah. kairan pollard mahiraj avajani zaheer khan they have amazing leadership delhi capitals have ricky ponting who himself is worth like four players and of course they have shikhar dhawan ajinkya rahane ravi chandran ashwin yeah ricky ponting hmm. yeah and they have shreyas iyer who hmm. sunrisers as we've stated have four or five overseas captains and yeah. hmm Bangalore, if they Four if they stick with Finch, it adds a lot more depth. So that's Bangalore, and with that, we've wrapped up all eight teams, and we just have future predictions left for the next few years of the IPL. So next IPL, who are you backing? Yep. Next IPL, I've I've got Delhi because because look, Delhi Capitals again, as I said, has. been a proper brand for two years they shook up their you know their core quite a bit and now they've i mean recently they've acquired players like shikhar dhawan they've got shreya sayer who's playing very well again like we said brishap pandan prithvi shaw insane amounts of potential but then they with all these young players they also have a very good brand of experience as ajinkya rahane Shikhar Dhawan, Rabada, who's very in- experienced internationally. So hmm. I think this blend along. I'm backing Bangalore next year again because I think only if they can find, <laughs> only if they can find somebody below A B De Villiers and an overseas fast bowler, maybe like a Mitchell Stark or somebody like that, because then they become serious contenders. Hmm. That's no, Mitchell no, no. Stark is the most injury-prone player is Bhuvneshwar Kumar. He has that title. Okay, fair enough. I mean, most injury prone overseas because I I don't think Mitchell Stark is very reliable at this point because for the past four years everyone mm. was just hyping up Stark. You know, he bowls insanely fast. Every, like he gets good, injured like a lot, good, but he got he gets injuries, but so yeah. I don't think he's very bankable. So. Yeah, so as a replacement, I him, think. Well, think even Morris is injury up? prone, so I don't think they should go for Morris. But I think maybe if they look mm. at 
England and no, they've tried Chris Wokes before. Sorry. Um, maybe if they go to Australia and try getting, maybe if KKR lets go of Cummins, they can get Cummins. <laughs> but I don't think KKR is going to let go of Cummins. But maybe mm. they could. I don't I think, think there's very many bowlers in. The, I mean, yeah. fast bowlers are the rarity in modern day cricket, especially fast bowlers who can bowl at the death. So I really think mm. they need to look. Maybe Kane Richardson, who they let go. But I don't think he's a mm. frontline lead the attack kind of bowler. So I think if Stark is there, mm. even though he's injury prone, he's still their prime yeah, option. He's not because he's got 55 wickets in like 15, 16 games at the World mm. Cup. So come the big stage, he's going to perform. He's that kind of a player. Um, mm. But I do have one prediction though. In the next five years, Delhi Capitals and Shreya Sayyad will win at least two IPLs. And mm. Shreya Sayyar is going to be the next captain of India post the 2023 World Cup. At least two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and India's, mm. India's, you know, next generation looks very strong. Shreya they Sayyar. Shubman Gill. They will have... KL Kadikar. Rahul. They'll have Mayank Agarwal. Shreya Chahal's Sayyar. not going Kishore. anywhere. Saini is not yeah, going so anywhere. I think that They're all going to be around. Pretty good. And mm. given his fitness, Kohli might play till 2045. Mm. They're all going to be there, yep. He's fit enough, is all I'm saying. <laughs> but one second, just before we wrap up, the mm. squads for Australia yes, were announced. Rohit Sharma is not there in the limited overs, but he's there in the test matches. And Virat Kohli is not going to be there for this for the last three test matches. So, what are your predictions for Australia? Hmm. I mean. My predictions for Australia. I mean, India. They have. They've got a lot of young players in. Like they've got Shubman Gill now. They've got Sanju Samson now. So I think. I mean, honestly, I think it's on Australian soil. So I think Australia is going to take the series. But hmm. some players yeah. who've been selected will get some yes. well-deserved, I... well-needed experience. So I think although Australia will take the series, hmm. India will. I personally from that, think that if, if we go to Australia and the T Twenty side, for the simple reason that Finch is out of form, um, India will start favourites because you look at that side: Labushain, Smith, hmm. Maxwell out of form. Stoinis doesn't bat before seven or six for them. Warner and with Finch out of form, they're really looking at David Warner. And that's pretty much it. So I think that if you look at Australia, I think India start favourites in the T20s even without Rohit Sharma. I think in the one days Australia start overwhelming favourites. And in the test matches, India have a very strong team. We're a fully fit team with good openers this time. I think if we win the first test match, it will be a very competitive series. Otherwise, Australia might even win 4-0. It all depends on the first test match. Yeah. And also, uh, and also, <laughs> we have Cheteshwar Pujara in Test. So it, you never know that Test can be anyone's game. And yes, they also included he's injured Saha. Though. He in has two hamstring board, injuries, which is quite. I mean, hmm. which, which yeah, he's injured. Yes, but <laughs> in the two games he played for SRH, he played really well. So uh, I'm. Even though he's hmm. injured, who gets I mean, without Kohli's spot I, I, I a lot from him after he goes away for the birth of his child? 
who gets his spot in the next three tests because keep in mind it's a temporary spot so mm. if a player goes there and even gets 600 runs in those six innings and yeah. makes india win the test match because kohli's captain and best batsman in the side maybe best batsman in the country right now the moment he comes back that's his spot so who gets mm. that temporary spot for arguably yeah. the most important series india is going to play or has played in the last 5 years i mean the squads are open in front of you <laughs> Hmm, as like as like a number three. Okay, so the Mayank Agarwal will open, and he'll open either open them? with for India. He'll either open with one of Prithvi Shaw hmm. or Rohit Sharma. I think if Rohit Sharma is fit, they'll go with Rohit Sharma. But otherwise, they'll go for Prithvi Shaw. And if you look down that side, Pujara is three, Kohli bats four in Test matches, Rahane is five, Hanuma Vihari bats six, and then you can look at all the options. You're basically looking at. KL Rahul or Shubman Gill those are your options I think I think I think, I think they should go with KL Rahul even the Shubman Gill I want good, them I to go I want them player. to go for Shubman Gill but because I think Rahul in the future he's probably going to be a very good won't. player for us and is and if he keeps performing well and gets consistent places in the side very he's looking good. at 10000 runs in both of those formats in my opinion and that's a huge long shot could take him 16 17 years to do that yeah. but it's very possible mm. at this stage I just think if India want to win the series you have mm. to go on current form with KL Rahul Hmm. Yeah. And exactly. one other thing India versus Australia in the limited overs Hardik Pandya did not bowl a single ball in the IPL. So if Pandya doesn't bowl especially in the one days can you play both Kuldeep Yadav and Chehal? Because Jadeja is the other all-rounder and then you only play two fast bowlers and Jadeja can bowl 8 to 9 overs. So if Pandya doesn't bowl do you go in with three spinners and two fast bowlers and no other bowlers whatsoever? Mm-hmm. I I mean it can work out it's like a very high risk high reward kind of a thing but I mean if it's smart and it's a series against Australia so who do you think misses out do you think they back a Navdeep Saini or Shardul Thakur to bat at number 7 and say we'll play six proper batsmen bring Manish Pandey or Shubman Gill in for Hardik Pandya play six proper batsmen one of which is a wicket keeper and then play five pure bowlers mm. I, I, okay. I, I think so. Really, that's I India think versus Australia, that. and that's also the IPL, and that's that it. We're done. Yeah. Exactly 50 minutes. Aditya, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been a huge wait. It's been great to have you. Thank We'll you have you soon. You. Next IPL, right before preview. Done or like out of Australia or something. Oh, and also to everyone listening, the both of us have pre-board exams starting yep, very soon. Australia. So this is going to be one of the last few podcasts that come on Juice from Third Man for quite some time. But yeah. we'll keep posting content. But I mean, maybe not because there's uh, there's there's a rumor going around that they might get postponed. But uh, you guys, It's, I mean. Yeah, It's we might have a preview for Australia, a short five-minute one, or maybe a few updates. But that's pretty much it from you, from Third Man. Maybe for the next one or two months, which is why this is kind of a long podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We've recently hit forty-six thousand listens. Yep. So thank you, thank everyone, you so for all of your support. 
uh it's been great this is views from third man and we'll see you guys next time thank you